Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of M Talks. Today I am going to be talking about what is the current situation of COVID. By the way guys, I have my father here with us today who worked in the COVID ward in Peerless Hospital from the start. Now he sees both COVID and non-COVID patients. His name is Chandramali Bhattacharya. Hello. So Baba, since you have since you know what the COVID situation is like, you are the perfect candidate for this episode of Emperors. My first question is, there are some sources that are saying that bodies are being crem- are being cremated on footpaths in Bhopal. Is this true? I have no idea. Thank you. Okay, next question is, is it true that many patients are now dying due to the lack of oxygen cylinders and is there a lack of oxygen cylinders yet in your hospital? The issue is not just the lack of oxygen cylinders and in a lot, in, in, in most of the big hospitals, it, it, patients who are admitted in the hospital do not get oxygen from cylinders. There is a central supply, each bed has an oxygen supply attached to the bed. So you have a pipe to which oxygen comes and the patient gets oxygen from that supply. Now in a lot of hospitals what is happening is that because of the lack of oxygen they are unable to supply oxygen through these pipes and also there is a lack of oxygen cylinders as well. So yes patients are dying in India in various parts of India because they are not getting oxygen Till this point, there has not been a lack of oxygen in our hospital. Okay, thank you. My next question is, is there a lack of beds in your hospital? Um, there is a lack of beds. There are very few available beds right now. But our hospital is in a process of expanding the number of COVID beds. So the government has told all the private hospitals that they will have to reserve 60% of their bed strength for COVID patients. At this point, our hospital has much less than 60% of beds reserved. So there is scope for more beds to be uh, to become available over the next few days. But at this point, yes, there is a lack of beds. Okay. So, Baba, Tomar, uh, in, in your hospital, you said that there is a new ICU that opened up on the first uh, yesterday. Yes. Yes. So, on the first day, what is about the estimated number of patients that uh, came? Right. So, that was not a COVID ICU. The new ICU which opened up was a non-COVID ICU which with, I think, eight beds. I've not been there. So, because we opened up that non-COVID ICU, our regular ICU, which is 16 beds, got converted into a COVID ICU yesterday. So, in that COVID ICU, we have 16 patients admitted right now. So, it's full. Okay. Already. Okay. So, um, this second surge of COVID has been really bad on all of the places in the world. How do you think that this situation could have been avoided? Um... I don't think it could have been avoided in its entirety. There would have been a second wave. What could have happened was that what what has happened in India is that we are not prepared to deal with the consequences of this surge of patients. 
the healthcare system is has not been there was a 3 month gap 3 or 4 months when the number of patients was decreasing and then there were 4 months 3 or 4 months where the number of cases was pretty low and then again it started surging about a month back now that period of time could have been utilized by government and the hospitals to sort of increase capacity to increase the capacity to generate oxygen to increase the number of icu beds to increase the number of people trained to work in an icu so all of this could have been done was not done so that's where the government failed to do what it should have done and people stopped taking all sorts of precautions social distancing wearing masks all of that stopped so the people are also to blame and the elections which are being held in a lot of states not all states which are having surges but in a lot of the states elections were elections were conducted at a very bad time and even when we understood that the elections were making things worse there was no initiative on the part of the election commission or the government to try and curtail that so um like you just said that it is for the people to blame as they did not take all of the precautions required so um can you uh, can you tell us some precautions everyone can take and why they are so important because some of us don't because we do not have enough vaccines it is going to be and even if we did have enough vaccines logistically it's impossible to vaccinate the majority of the population because we have such a huge population so the only way to stop this spread is by people again taking measures to prevent spread so that is why it's important and the measures remain the same if you don't need to go outside the house don't go outside the house stay inside the house as much as possible If you do have to go outside, wear a mask at all times. Avoid unnecessary social gatherings. Avoid places where there is crowding and there there is a possibility of transmission. I would strongly suggest that people stay away from places like restaurants, cinema halls, malls. Um, uh, avoid going to hospitals unless it's really necessary. And if you do have COVID. and you really don't have very many symptoms stay at home allow someone who's sicker than you to actually get a hospital bed okay so thank you baba thank you all for taking some time off of your busy schedules to watch this episode of m talks bye guys